I saw a meme the other day, and it said something about uh, we're walking less, eating more, and because uh, we're shut in during all this COVID stuff that's going on right now as we uh, tape this broadcast. But there's a there's a man that I talked to at the start of this. It really did help motivate me because I talked to him the other day in the middle of this, and I thought, you know what, Ron is right. I I just have to pick this thing up and go after it. Uh, as we would say in the hood, my own self. Okay. Yeah. I just got to pick this thing up, Brian, and yeah. make it happen. And Ron Kardashian is just that kind of guy. He just kind of gets you fired up about going after excellence. And he's uh, he's coached like the top CEOs and stuff. And so to find time with him where he was not in the middle of a ton of stuff was really remarkable. And then... Um, and of course, then, you know, he got us uh, special tickets to any of the Kardashian shows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to hearing. I've, I've not heard the interview yet, so I'm excited to listen yeah. to it. Um, I'm but glad no, you got time with him. Yeah, but no, he's but, he's related somewhere in the old, yeah. country, you know, you know, the Kardashians but, came over, you know, it's all, all part of the Armenian uh, diaspora that came out of the. Uh, yeah. terrible tragedy of the Armenians, a billion, a million being killed and uh, came over to this country. And, and so Ron is part of that clan, but, awesome. but he can't get his tickets. I found that out. We, we, well, I we mean, you're right about one thing. We got to get up and get motivated. And as we record this, we're still in, in the middle of, uh, of quarantine season, Yeah, uh, which I didn't know was a season. I guess it is. And uh, I tell you, my wife and I got out this morning and uh, it was very difficult. We got up at five. And by 5.30, we were out uh, doing a little run and and we wore our masks while we ran, which is yeah double hard. Um, but um, uh, it's it's been a challenge. I've seen, you've seen on Instagram, all people who have gained weight and put on pounds oh, yeah. and, and joke about it. Um, but it's uh, a real deal. A and where, is, Ron, yeah. where Ron came from is that he was really sickly as a young person. He was uh, very overweight. Uh, nothing was going right for him. And then he found a place of faith. And as he did that, he began to study neuroscience, EQ, IQ, uh, all of these different things. And he became, uh, now he's won all these awards as one of the top CEO coach of coaches, I guess. And, uh, and personal cognitive success, um, you know, how to elevate your goals, how to raise your eyes up. And it is going to be a fascinating interview today on Brave Men. It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. Hey, Ron Kardashian, it's great to have you with us. And uh, you are the founder and CEO of the Confident Coaching, and you're an international coach to People now your your website says from the boardroom to the bedroom and I thought that was a fascinating thing. You've, you've been an executive coach for uh, athletes for CEOs, and then you wrote a best-selling book called The Thirty Second Solution. You said everything can be can be changed in thirty seconds. Now I'm going to put my my uh, timer on, and I'm going to see if my life has changed over the next thirty seconds. Okay. <laughs> How do, how do you say, how does that happen? What do you mean by that, Ron? Well, something very powerful happened over the years. Um, I started my career as a strength and conditioning coach and had made it all the way up to the NFL by the time I was 25. 
And um, I had watched these pro athletes do something that I pioneered called functional interval training, which was right taking the heart rate really high and then bringing it low. And when you have this bell curve, what happens is cardiac response systems get stronger. And so this is perpetuated over the last 20 years. I was going to call the book the 30 second diet because right, the food that you take to digest yeah. 30 seconds is either contributing to life or death. And then the, the physician that did the forward on the book, cause I had to have the thesis. So I wanted to make sure that the cognitive side of what I was saying was completely accurate. And he said, I think you should call this a 30 second solution. Mm. And I said, you know, I think you're right. And he had the Daniel Amen solution, who Daniel Amen is just a brilliant, brilliant uh, psychologist, 12 time best-selling author, New York Times. And yeah. so, you know, Paul, over the years, what happened was is from the NFL, all the way from the weight room, to the courtroom, to the boardroom, to the bedroom, as you alluded to, were 30 second decisions that mm. high profile men were making, whether you are the top of your game in professional athletics, the top of your game in the ecumenical community, or the top of your game in government, what has taken most men 30 years to build could be destroyed in a matter of 30 seconds with the wow. wrong decision. Wow. And this, I kept the book on the positive side of this. Of course, I could have written a manuscript on the negative side of this, starting with King David. Mm -hmm. And as I began to explore biblical truth and scholars, I began to watch these foolish decisions that they made in seconds that cost them children, family, mm -hmm. legacy, um, mm -hmm. generation. Mm -hmm. And it's changed my life as a husband. It's changed my life as a coach. And now as a uh, aspiring diplomatic advisor, uh, hoping to change the course of this nation. If that makes well, sense. Really? Yeah, it does. And so what, com what it comes down to is our decisions that we make. Yes. And uh, which comes out of our identity and our definition produces our decisions. Very powerful. Those decisions that happen in a 30 second moment of time. In other words, we can think, uh, well, you're an expert in this stuff. You can think hundreds of thoughts in yes. just a minute. Yes, 30,000, by the way, per day. What is that? Average 30,000 thoughts hit these frontal lobe of the brain per day. So to become a master at this and live at liability, I tell my executives, why do I have to pay you this amount of money? I said, well, if we limit liability, profitability is inevitable. Yeah. And they look at me and they go, where have you been? Yeah. And of great you know, success know this. Well, my decision making then, uh, you know, Proverbs speaks of the wisdom uh, that we need to have. Yes, sir. So what you're saying here is really 30 seconds is actually a larger amount of time in yep. the sense of making a split decision. And rather than doing that, take take 30 seconds. That's right. That's right. Take so when you first say it, it sounds like, wow, this all happened so quick. But when you begin to process what you're saying, yes, it really is about take 30 seconds and think about this. That's it. Paul, well, cognitive behavioral mastery is the ability to consistently make great decisions. Mm -hmm. And to your point, surrounding yourself with godly advisors, men and women who are done with compromise is one key fundamental to success. 
And we find this not in the writings of Ron Kardashian, but in the writings of King David. It's the very first Psalm. I mean, it says, here is the key to success. Do not surround yourself with the ungodly. I'm telling my lawyers this. I'm telling my advisors this. All the guys around me have some level of consciousness of Christ, some level. Mm -hmm. And I think what's happened is, is we've created kind of our own little click systems to say you need to be at this level and have this kind of vernacular. But, you know, I've got a great Presbyterian man who does 13 million a year who advises me with 1 billion startups, 1 billion in funding. He is a gentleman as all get up. And I just love his disposition. And I think we need to be more aware of that moving into the culmination of times because we do not have another 30 years to waste. I need results and I need them now. And, and people are looking for an edge and having senior level advisors is the edge. Senior level advisors, in other words, friends. Yes, yes, sir. Well, friends, and I often tell a businessman that if you don't have friends, which it's very lonely at the top, you can, you can hire professionals that you don't have to worry about temperament and moodiness. And I'm coaching this in the church that if, you, if you're volatile and you're not walking in these fruits of the spirits, there's a problem there. If you cannot handle crisis and you haven't learned by now, I always say, you know, look to some of my leaders, Kenneth Copeland, if we, the boys just did a clip of me quoting him and I want to quote him more like he quoted Hagen. And he, you know, if we haven't learned by now, we need to walk in love to activate faith after a hundred years of faith teachings, our generation's in trouble, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. True. Now, uh, how, you know, now again, I want to walk into some, something else here. that's really fascinating to me. Yes, sir. And then I want to be able to make this an application for us as just guys trying to live life every day. And that is, uh, you talk about the behavioral thing you talked about, but talk to me about neuroplasticity. What does that mean? Very powerful. You've got the Briggs-Meyer, which basically says, this is who you are. You fit in this little quadrant and this is who you'll always be. Um, very powerful question. Um, Neuroplasticity is basically the law that comes from a two-part word. Neuro means nerve, plasticity means plastic. And so basically what they have said is that, uh, let me give it to you in an analogy. My yeah. wife telling me you're not going to yell at me anymore was I could no longer give her the excuse that I come from an Italian heritage of blood strong Armenians and Italians. This is how we talk. And, you know, her Proverbs 31 disposition would say, love is patient, love is kind. Yeah. Coach Ron had some cognitive renewing to do here because I used to be very flippant. And being a coach, I'm what the DNA is very intense. Yeah. That wasn't going to fly for mama. So thank God the, the law of neuroplasticity came in because it's a fancy way of saying no more excuses, boys, your brain can change. And much like a muscle tissue, the good news is, is if you continue to rep out wise decisions, concrete decisions, there is a massive reward system for this, Paul, that I'm just learning recently in the last five years that this is the key fundamental to building self-esteem. Hmm. is tied to self-worth. Now, I coach a lot of guys that are interested in their net worth, but, but I flip it and say, let's talk about your self-worth. Wow. 
Now, self-worth, to change this, I'll give you a key to change your anger, lust, all the things that men deal with. Coach Ron has dealt with them all. Addictions on every front. I'm very open about this because men often say, well, you know, you're a coach. You must have it all together. No, I hadn't. I've been a user. I've been an addict. I've been, uh, I haven't been a gentleman with my wife. I have flown off the handle. I've, 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 I've gotten angry on the road. All the things that we're tempted with, I've done. How has it changed? It's changed because I have learned that if I can practice right behaviors in private, they will build, and this is, this is not theoretical happenstance or, oh, maybe it might work. This is straight psychological fact that if you will make decisions in private that you know are right, which the conscious knows, and suppress the ego, you will subconsciously begin to build a self-esteem and a self-worth that will send a trajectory of the most purest confidence. Hmm. That's the kind of healthy confidence we want to exude as alpha males. And the law of neuroplasticity has given us permission now to change. So So what you're saying is private practice becomes public performance. Beautifully said. So what I begin to practice in private, in other words, it ha- to, you're try- basically what you're talking about is you're changing my mindset. Yes, sir. Shifting into a habit rather than, <laughs> rather than when, we're, when we're taping this today, we're just past uh, January and I noticed there's already fewer people at my uh, local club where I work out. That's right. <laughs> but the first three weeks of January, it was packed. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's New Year's resolutions. Day. Yeah. And we just make these resolutions. They're emotional. But what you're talking about is on purpose, creating a new habit. Now, you've come out of addiction. Yes, sir. How do I do that as a follower of Christ? Yes. In a real way every day. I'm dealing with all kinds of stuff and traffic and thoughts and patterns and, you know, images and media and phones and just a lot going on. How do I actually get that done, Ron? Well, it's very important, Paul, that we understand and we let uh, these men know that you're not perfect and you're never going to be perfect. Okay. Because a perfectionist standard, which most successful people do and have, is is, is a wrong assumption. And it's you've already set yourself up for a fall Mm -hmm. and it's just straight up too hard on the on the frontal lobe, the brain. And so you're already going to say, you know, I'm not good enough. You're already going to say um, the, the standards are too high. I mean, I heard this in 25 years ago, starting my first men's Bible study called Men of Honor. Boy, was that a mistake because no one in there had a lick of honor, although they all wanted it. And I believe, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And I believe that the DNA cries out for that. But here's the solution that 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 you're going to laugh when I say this, and you're going to be a li- you're a living testimony. I would, I would, I would be safe to say is the law of accountability mm. is the most powerful law that the enemy tries to psychologically usurp. He tries to go over the law and say, no, 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 no. You don't need to be accountable. In fact, if you tell anybody about this then everybody's going to know. Paul, that is the secret key of deliverance. Wow. 
And Psalm 1 tells us, Proverbs 10, 22 tells us, uh, Proverbs 15, 22, it's talking about this law of advisorship. It says, plan, succeed, or fail via a lack of counsel. And so here you're trying to succeed, but you're failing. And the truth lies in the disclosure. You literally must say for a big one, I have a porn problem. I mean, this is probably the biggest issue I'm dealing with. Porn It is a huge issue. Uh, alcohol consumption. I mean, I was drinking in private with my buddies and sometimes by myself and I would come home and not tell Tia because she was raised by an alcoholic father. And so the association created that of a loser. And so in a sense of rejection. You know what I'm saying? And so I began this secret. Now you mentioned something earlier that is very, very serious, that the frontal lobe, the cerebral frontal cortex, the way it's designed is it doesn't know whether or not you're doing the action or not. Oh, wow. If you begin to think like you're doing it, then the brain thinks you're doing. It's called a process called neuromirroring, which is absolutely phenomenal on the redemptive side, because now we understand what Christ said when he said uh, through Paul, uh, he said, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. He was saying, just watch me, boys. Well, we can't watch him, but we're reading him. We are creating a neural connection by observation. We can do this with golf. We can watch a professional golf swing over and over again and say, you know what? I'd like to take a stab at that. I can do it. Well, if you will watch great leaders become successful, you inevitably, and studies have shown the top five people you surround yourself with are inevitably who you're going to become. Oh, wait a minute. Let's go back to that. That's huge. The top five people you surround yourself with is what you become. It's exactly right. And I can prove this scientifically now through the through this study that was done at the HeartMath Institute. It's very powerful. And, and I'm working on this revelation here. So forgive me if I'm choppy. But in short, the HeartMath Institute did a study on when we speak with deep intentionality, much like I'm speaking to you now. Mm-hmm. I am speaking to you from the core of my heart, right. as a subject matter expert in this space. Here's the problem. For us leaders and those who are called to ministry, be careful before you say yes, because the scripture emphatically talks about a double judgment. And I believe that the double judgment is tied to this concept, which they said, when an individual speaks with intentionality, the DNA helix, Paul, inside the hearer begins to change. That means that DNA is transforming as I'm speaking to you. Hmm. Well, if you've got a, a somebody on a pulpit who has no uh, transformation there, yeah. There's not going to be any transformation in the pew. Hello. Yeah. I am consulting pastors who are trying to say, hey, my people won't give. Well, are you giving? Uh, my people won't change. Well, are you changing? And the pastor as the five-fold ministry, this is, it is time to put shame aside. This is the most dignified office in the world. If you are claiming pastor, prophet, teacher, evangelist, uh, you are part of the greatest movement in the world and the highest level of diplomatic government known to man. Mm -hmm. So to be a student of your words and of your thoughts is mastery 101. 
Gotta have it. Because now we're learning, hey, I'm responsible for your soul, as the Bible does say, the ears of the hearer, and also my own soul. Double judgment. Yeah. At least that's what I'm meditating on. Hey, let's take a moment here, and uh, before we get back to the rest of uh, Paul's interview uh, with Ron Kardashian, uh, we just want to remind you of, of a couple great resources, uh, many of which are, are totally 100% free. Uh, the first one is cmn.men. Hey, cmn.men is your destination for all things uh, related to men, to help you, to help your marriage, uh, to help, your, help what you do at work. Uh, it's all at cmn.men, and you'll be amazed at, at all the different resources that are there. Um, also, for, for a limited time, uh, one of our resources, Majoring in Men, it's an eight-part series that um, uh, typically has a small uh, subscription fee. Right now, that's waived. And uh, just go to majoringinmen.com, majoringinmen.com, and you can register for the course. Uh, it's eight. There's eight courses. They're, they're not long at all. And uh, I tell you what, it's um, a, a great resource for you. And then the last thing I want to mention before we get back to uh, Ron Kardashian is uh, uh, Paul really wants to hear from you. And if you have ideas for this podcast, if you think they should be longer, <laughs> if you think, if you, think uh, if you have ideas for guests or topics, uh, let us know. Uh, you can write to Paul directly, paul at cmn.men. That's paul at cmn.men. And I actually promise you, he reads every single email he gets and it goes directly to him. So drop him a note. Uh, as always, thank you for subscribing. And let's get back to the interview with Ron Kardashian. So then how do I, you know, when we when the Bible talks about taking every thought captive, what, how do I do that, Ron? How do I actually, I mean, there's so much happening. Yeah. I'm pulled so many different directions. How do I actually make that happen in my life? First of all, what I had to learn having an anger issue which was rooted in a lack of self-esteem, not confidence now. Confidence, right, is, is your trade. You could be darn good at what you do, seven-figure earner. And man, people think, wow, this, this guy or this gal's got it all together. But on the other side of it, if there's a high level of ego, you know that you have very little self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And that's what my problem was because the ego was constantly sending me messages of, what does this mean? That's really what the ego says. According to my studies with Dr. Lieberman, who wrote a great book that I always recommend called uh, Never Be Angry Again. Oh, wow. Goes into this in-depth study concerning the neural pathways of the ego versus the soul, which is just a brilliant combination because ego is a choice, mm. much like sin. Mm. And I, t I spoke with Jesse Duplantis, who's been a mentor of mine for years, and you know, um, I said to him, how do you do it? And he's, and he, he doesn't know any of these laws of, of right neurological development. And he's so funny. He just says, stop it. You know? Well, that's a big stop it. <laughs> yeah. So the, the one, two, three, if you will, that I have coined with my patients and my colleagues and clients is number one, you've got to identify in order to defy. Mm-hmm. You've got to identify. You got to identify what is the problem here. Why are you so angry? Why are you so lusty? Why are you so addictive? And sometimes what happens in this identification problem, 
which frees a lot of men when I say these words in 30 seconds. It's not the enemy. You have now crossed over and developed a neurological addiction. You have practiced so much that you've become a master at doing the very thing you hate to do. Yeah. And the only way to change that is by reversing it. So you go in opposite. You stop doing it. And that takes steadfastness, but the infrastructure of it must be accountability. You mm-hmm. releasing the words, telling a friend that you trust. That's why we call our company Le Confidant, right? It's because every great king, Paul, throughout history has had one thing in common. They've had a confidant. Oh, wow. The council, right, is something very, very rare. I mean, you don't find men you can trust. And people trust me. And when they confide in me, this is the unknown. Something very spiritual happens. And they become free. This is what got me free. Porn addiction for years. Uh, uh, Anger addiction for years. Uh, The absence of a father. We can go down the list and make all the excuses. But soon enough, the buck stops here and we got a man up. And we've got, as my wife always said, you know, strap on a pair, honey. Yeah. You you know, forgive me for for being frank, but listen, I'm a coach. Men are paying me and women to to be very level-headed and give the best advice possible. So if I continue to give you excuses, they just become the nails that build these houses of delays. And people want results and they want to see this blessing, and they want this inheritance, and Paul, it is right at the door with a simple 30-second decision to say, I need some help. And the process of healing begins. So you said, number one, identify to defy. Correct. Number two is accountability. Accountability. Okay, I, I had put that underneath the first one. Got it? And then number three is repetition. Ah, okay. The old school modality of trying to shape a human body is wit through the pressure of good old fashioned iron. That force of pushing a weight creates what we call neuromuscular adaptation, where you begin to shake. I parallel this to the Garden of Gethsemane, where Christ's pressure was so extreme that out of the pores of the, the, the frontal lobe, which is the cerebral frontal cortex, which is the CEO of the brain, he bled sweat. This is the fullness of a depiction in which we will never have to suffer. We, no man will ever have to go through that amount of pressure, but there will be pressure. And that pressure, if you can parallel in your mind, hey, every time I resist, I'm getting stronger. Yeah. You then have a gratification and a reward system that says, hey, there actually comes a sense of neuroephrine or adrenaline or these chemicals that are also triggered with losing temper and, and creating an ego or looking on a, a, a website you shouldn't be looking at. That same chemical is also there when you get the victory during the day Absolutely. and we hit repeat. And it works, and it works fast. It's fantastic. Hey, so uh, tell me, uh, and let's tell uh, the guys that are watching right now uh, where we can get your book, 30 Seconds. Amazon will give it to you in two days, 30 Second Solution. You can also go to 30secondsolution.com. There's a great endorsement by my wonderful friend, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, 
who just is a lovely, lovely soul, has been very transformative in my walk with Christ. Wow. Or you can order it on um, online anywhere books are sold. Yeah, I, I'm going to suggest that uh, men do that. It, the, and But it seems to me the core of what you were talking about was brotherhood. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's at the core of it because because you have to remember there is a law of two and we often overlook this at all but the greatest essence of life comes together when we when we bring when we come together with our wives literally a miracle is born well yeah. i believe the greatest miracle comes together when you have a brother uh, a friend a colleague someone you can trust because two is better period than one it's just better paul yeah and overlook this you know so many times and um I, I mean i have i have i have three coaches myself wow marriage coach who's been with me for 15 years right because my daddy took a side route and which is fine and you know this also gives you a level of maturity against your parents who you know that's all he knew he didn't know yeah. right which has brought great healing to my heart to not carry bitterness or anger yeah for the triggers, if you will, to the addictions. Yes. See, and then um, I've got a, a financial coach, and um, I have my mentor who's been with me 25 years, and you know guys like Jesse Duplantis and Jake's who are busier than you can imagine. But still, you you don't have to be in contact with us now. Me being now a mentor, what we're doing here on the phone is accountability, you know. And me even telling you, Paul, that I had these addictions. I now walk away going, well, you told Paul Cole that you did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So if I'm tempted later today, which by the way, does happen, and more than not, Super Bowl last night will, will give you a temptation in itself. Well, you know, Tim, you know the thing that, that you discover uh, in this journey is temptation's not sin. Otherwise, Jesus would have sinned. Yes, sir. And every man is tempted. Now, we most often, Ron, don't deal with temptation before we become followers of Christ. Because before we became followers of Christ, it was just called opportunity. Mm. And now we're a follower of Christ. Uh, I want to point out one thing. It was, it was fascinating to me. I was reading about Elijah mm. last year. And it struck me when he said, uh, you might as well kill me. I'm the last guy left. And, and God said to him, no, I've got 7,000 other men who have not bowed a knee. And my question at that point and to our men at Christian Men's Network was, why didn't Elijah know any of those guys? Mm. If there were 7,000 other men, Ron, that hadn't bowed a knee, and here's Elijah having left his servant. So Elijah got so caught up in what he was doing that he neglected brotherhood. And he, and he disconnected wow. himself from his servant. He discarded brotherhood. He got depressed. He's alone. He's under a tree and he becomes suicidal. And, and you can see that over and over, whether it's Jonah who wants to commit suicide by getting thrown off a boat. God saves him by sending a fish. It was God's mercy, not his judgment. And over and over and over, I come back to over and over, Ron, and you just hit it so well. It's about brotherhood. Yes, sir. And it's about having friends you can talk to. Yes. 
uh, to, just to add to your point, not just men, but concrete men yeah. who are done with compromise. Yeah. They, made the 30-second decision to say, I'm not going to cheat on my wife. I am not going to compromise when I'm alone and I have my phone. I am not going to compromise anymore. I'm going to do the right thing because now there's a reward system of when I do the right thing because I know it's the right thing to do, it is building self-worth and that is the trajectory to net worth. Absolutely, man. This is great stuff. And uh, if you can, I want to hit this again sometime uh, with you and, and come from some other places. But man, this has been fantastic, Ron. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Thank you for doing what you're doing. It's important that we reach more men and uh, any way we can assist you in doing that. This is where the Lord's really directed us to do it. We've got to do it. Amen. Blessings on you and fa the favor of God on you, Ron. You and Tia, I know she's got a ministry. Yes. Also, for uh, particularly for marriage and for women. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. And, uh, yeah. The two of you working together in ministry. It's fantastic to see. And uh, I want to hear more about uh, maybe what I what we could do the next time. I want to talk more about the fatherless issue that you walked through. Because I think that that speaks to the core of uh, every culture we go to. We're in 139 countries now. Wow. And in the, the core issue of every single nation is fatherlessness. Wow. And so you've really spoken to it today. Uh, the 32nd solution, you're a solutionist. I saw that. Yes, sir. Uh, but I see it now. I, when I first saw it, I thought, ah, you know, what? Come on, man. This is some kind of, you know, gimmick. But I get it. I, uh, you explained it well, and I really get it. And it's that, that frontal cortex piece. Yes, sir. You know, uh, making that right now. In fact, you you know it more than anybody, Paul, that the Romans road. Yeah. Thirty second prayer. Yeah. That changes the trajectory of the next thirty years, but that is a whole other level. That once that decision is made, you must maintain those decisions for the rest of your life. And having a brother and another man alongside you is the treasure of gold. Yeah, it's easier to obtain than it is to maintain. <laughs> so true. Easier to buy a car than it is to keep it running. Yes. Easier to, to buy a barbecue than to keep it clean. And it's easier to get married than to stay married. Couldn't have said it better. Well done, Ron. Thank you very much, brother. Uh, great meeting you. Look forward to spending more time together. In the future. Yes, sir. Me as well. Thank you. Paul, that was a... Uh... That was a great interview. Wow. You know, he's, you know, the thing is he makes, um, I think sometimes we make things so difficult and he makes it a little more simple. And I appreciated that about Ron. I appreciated his um, ability to convey faith in a way that didn't feel churchy. You know what I mean? Too often we, yeah. we seem to use these code words and other people are like, what, what are you talking about? And uh, so that's why Ron's able to operate in the general market and do the things he's doing, travel. Well, he was traveling all over the world. Now this thing kind of knocked a hole in it, the coronavirus deal. But I'm sure he'll be back on the road the minute that thing's open. Uh, maybe when you're listening to this, maybe it is. So, But he's, you know, the healthy brain, uh, physiology of business, lean muscle tissue, uh, <laughs> and how to make organizations lean. So he applied all of these things that he had learned uh, to helping companies get stronger, better, 
larger and then help the the people the men and women that run them help them be stronger because really organizational health brian and you know you've been you were with some of the you built a large company you've been with large Mm -hmm. companies major firms you know health always it's like water it runs downhill and and if the top's not healthy the body won't be healthy you know, it, I'm always so impressed when I look at CEOs or C-levels of organizations that have a strong Christian faith, but but yeah. perhaps don't wear it on their sleeve, but you can see it by the yeah. way they treat their staff, by the way they handle the COVID crisis, by the yeah. way they um, uh, treat their vendors. Um, Man, that's uh, a huge one right there. Isn't wow. it though? Yeah. I, could, I could talk about vendor management. You know, but hey, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one that I can see right away, Brian, is if you're in a restaurant with somebody who's a, you know, C level guy, you can tell what he's like, the way he treats the wait staff. Wow. And I've I've been in situations where I've watched people, you know, just put them down or berate them and no. And I've thought to myself and the people with me have thought, Yeah, I don't think we want to do business with this guy. And so, you know, thank God for guys like Ron who can speak into that world and talk about generosity and love and, and, um, you know, and yet at the same time, building a healthy and strong and and, uh, successful uh, business. Well, you know, this country, um, I'm speaking of the USA where I'm located right now, is, is built on people who work very, very hard, serve you food, drive trucks you know, give you shots at the hospital, you know, and, uh, during this COVID time, we've, we've, we've been working very hard to thank a lot of the folks that keep this country running or grocery clerks. And, um, and, you know, it doesn't take much to give a smile and a thank you. That's all I want to say. And, uh, you know, someone fills up your water at a restaurant. Does it hurt to turn and say, thank you so much? You know what, Brian, here's the deal. It's a real thing. Those are real things, and and they really change what happens in people's lives, and you don't know. You know, Romans 15, 13, which I talk a lot about on the Monday Night Men, which, of course, is not just on Monday. It's on YouTube, so it's on 24-7. So if you if you want to, I've got a lot of groups that use it on a Thursday, other groups that use it Saturday morning. They'll watch the video, then get together on a Zoom call or Skype or in person, or, or watch the video there in person with them, but... You know, um, that whole that whole piece about just the way we treat people uh, is huge. And Romans 15, 13 says, um, says you should be filled with hope and joy because it comes from the Lord. And then it says that you should be one who radiates hope. That's the final in the Passion Translation. And I think like you were saying, Brian, you, you see people like that. When you see it, you go, huh, a different right. person. And I think yeah. that, see... That speaks more to what, who we are as Christians than any building yeah. we ever build. That's true. Well, thank you, Paul, for for finding time to speak with Ron and sharing that with our audience. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, remind everyone, if you want to drop Paul an email, uh, he won't give you his email address because he's shy, but I'll give it to you. It's paul at cmn.men. That's paul at cmn.men. No, Paul never never, never lack for words. Um and uh, uh, cmn.men is your destination and resource for all things that we've talked about today. And as Paul just mentioned, uh, Monday Night Men happens every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And it continues to live on, on YouTube. 
So uh, just go to YouTube and search for Monday Night Men. You'll find it. You can't miss the big giant logo. And uh, you can watch it live on Mondays. I, I think it's great to watch live. It's, uh, it's topical and uh, um, not a whole lot of bloopers. Uh, what about the blooper reel, Paul? It's live. There's no, what do you see? What do you get? <laughs> so no, for, I never took a, I took a drink of coffee the other night and, and I, I saw that. I go, Jesse, was that okay? He goes, yeah, I guess this makes it, I guess we're live. <laughs> yeah. So, so Monday night, man, you can find it on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, let's keep it, let's keep in touch. Drop us an email. Hey, we'll see you next time here on the brave men podcast. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men.